Hi, I'm Michael Cashew. And I'm Adi Cashew, and you're listening to The WAG Podcast. This podcast is about health, wellness, and personal development. Each episode is a short conversation between Adi and I on a single topic with actionable steps. We cover everything from food, mindset, fitness, and relationships. We started WAG because of the way health and fitness changed our lives, so we hope to share a tool or two that helps you along your way. Hey, before we get the show started, I want to let you know that we are reopening registration for our coach certification on May 5th. And if you're someone that has had his or her life changed by a nutrition coach yourself and you're ready to give back, then this program could be for you. If you're just someone that wants to learn and gain knowledge for yourself, then this could also be for you. If you want to start a side hustle, a full-on career in nutrition, then this is a phenomenal program. This is a six-phase course that ranges from the fundamentals of nutrition science to the art and psychology of actually getting people results to setting and changing macronutrient profiles for people. And the bulk of the program, the most impactful part is the sample check-ins that you will do under the guide of a digital mentor. You're going to be given feedback and support throughout the entire course. Registration opens May 5th. And if you're interested, you can go to workingagainstgravity.com forward slash coach hyphen certification. And if you're interested, I highly recommend signing up during the pre-sale. That's when you can get a $200 discount and a ton of bonuses that are worth over $2,000 themselves. Again, if you're interested, go to workingagainstgravity.com forward slash coach hyphen certification. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am interviewing my stunning, amazing wife, Adi. I did ask him to start the episode that way. (laughs) Today we're talking about a really, maybe the most important lesson that we've learned in parenting. And it's something like... I think we say that a lot. Like this is the number one lesson or the best lesson or the most uh, important lesson. They're all the most. Okay. And this one is the utmost. Okay. The utmost important. (laughs) And it's something like our attitudes about experiences are as important or more important than the actual experiences themselves. Our perspectives about things are more important than what actually happens. The lens in which that we view Uh, situations. (laughs) Okay. So back in August, Adi shared, she made an Instagram post and she shared some things like, uh, that she had heard from a bunch of people like, you'll never... What we're talking about, this is postpartum. So we had just had a baby. Right. This is probably around August. And she had heard things like, you'll never be interested in sex for a long time. Uh, or Never go- for a long time. Never for <laughs> a long time. <laughs> uh, or say goodbye to date night. Or you'll understand when you have kids. A lot of pretty negative things about becoming a parent. Mm-hmm. But it always ended with it's worth it. Always. And the main message of your post was, like I said, that our attitudes and perspectives about events are as much or more important than the actual events themselves. And you talked about the fact that parenthood hasn't been as hard as some made it out to be. For us. For us. This post got 
an overwhelmingly positive response. What do you think resonated so much with people? Oh man, I think I saw something recently on social media that somebody called vulnerability porn. I don't know if that's actually a word. I feel like it was the first time I had seen it, but something along the lines of sharing really hard things on social media gets you lots of social. Social (laughs) That was like in between Canadian and American. Uh, social media for likes and praise. Like you get tons of comments and tons of likes if you share really hard things on social media. And I've noticed that there has definitely been a little bit of a negativity around sharing positive experiences. Like I'm doing really well or this is, I'm succeeding or whatever it is. I don't know. It's this kind of like a, especially in certain topics like, Parenthood is a really great one in motherhood. Uh, there's a lot of of sharing of the hard things. And I'm really grateful, honestly, for people sharing the hard aspects and the it's challenging amazing. things. That part is amazing. It is actually so amazing because it has helped us prepare for the potential hardships that we're we're going to encounter. It seems a little bit like in certain little realms of life when there are certain people that are suffering you you're not allowed to share positive experiences something Something like like that that. it's something like that for sure and it i think this post might have struck a chord because it kind of goes out of that line of thinking where what i was seeing and hearing a lot and maybe i'm just in the wrong circle but what i'm seeing and hearing a lot of is a photo of somebody really struggling breastfeeding and like it's the most the hardest thing ever which it's really difficult. It really is. And, you know, n- challenging relationships with their partners or just challenging aspects of motherhood. And I don't think it's a, you can avoid the challenging. What I want to see is the range. Because when I'm only hearing, you know, you're not going to have sex again or it's going to be completely different or you'll never sleep again or all of these things that are just really negative, it started to create a story for me and I know for some people in my life as well is that things must be hard like Mm -hmm. it must be hard because that's the narrative that I'm hearing all over all over the place and I I don't want to develop that belief so I want to see the range of you know it's challenging for these people in these ways and that's their experience it doesn't mean that it has to be my experience and it can you know prepare me for what's possible like when I prepared for labor and delivery, I listened to a lot of experiences that ended up in C-sections or ended up in hospital transfers when we were ending up getting a home, having a home birth, which helped me because we did have a hospital transfer. So it helped me to prepare, but I didn't necessarily adopt that that was for sure going to be our experience. And I think people want to hear about the possibilities that are out there and not just that it's hard and it's going to ruin your life. And I think whenever a novel message is put out there, it's definitely makes a splash more. Mm-hmm. I didn't really intend for it to make a splash, but I think it's definitely different than what you normally hear. I just had this thought. I grew up thinking that birth was basically like a traumatic experience. And I recognize that for some, it probably is. It's such a challenging physical and emotional event. And I just thought it was just such a negative just crazy endeavor. And when our friend Emily and Zach shared that their birth was beautiful, they used the word beautiful, it completely shifted things for me. In that moment, I saw it 
I saw the possibility that this could be this really great, amazing event. Obviously, everyone loves when, most people love when their baby comes out, but the, the entire birth could also be beautiful. By them sharing that really positive experience, it allowed me to be open to that being our reality as yeah. well. I do think in a lot of ways, birth probably is traumatic for everybody. Like it's a huge transition. Your whole life is changing, but trauma doesn't necessarily have to mean something. It's kind of what we're talking about. It doesn't have to mean that you are miserable. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to mean that your life is negatively affected. It's just a huge change has occurred. Um, And their birth experience is a great example because they did have some challenging aspects of the birth experience and they still described it as incredibly beautiful. And hearing about those positive stories can allow people to be like, oh, maybe that could be me too. Mm -hmm. Not just the, it's really hard. And I don't know, I think there's definitely a a balance somewhere in between of, of course, we don't want to do mom shaming where it's like people are going out there only sharing, oh my gosh, this breastfeeding is so easy. My baby latches so perfectly. Like you should try X, Y, Z when maybe your baby didn't have a tongue tie or it didn't have all of these things that could make breastfeeding more difficult for you or you you some people don't have great supply like all these different things and it could make could help it could lead to women feeling more negatively about their own experience i think there's a balance between of sharing the really hard things and helping people prepare and also sharing the positive things because we want to be seen in all aspects of our lives now there were a few people that were extremely pissed at this post mm-hmm. very triggered what do you think this was about Man, this is like my literal worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. And whenever somebody asks what's my biggest fear, I my biggest fear is actually being controversial. I just don't like pissing people off. I don't like not being liked. And looking back, there is definitely a piece in there in my wording that I'm sure could have been better. I, I think I just talked a little too much about what was going well for us and not enough about what was still challenging for us. And... It is still challenging, but it hasn't impacted my attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, I tried so hard to word this post in a way that would not get that reaction, but I can definitely see where I could have been, you know, even more honest and been more sensitive to the fact that my experience isn't other people's. But I also could just like keep editing that post and never end up sharing it. So, and do you think it's possible that you could have written it perfectly? under the like guidance of professional PR experts mm-hmm. and you still would have had people that were pissed off because you were sharing about an experience that was very different than theirs? Yeah, I, 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 I think that some people were upset and my experience could be taken by them as invalidating theirs. Mm-hmm. And I, that makes me sad. Mm-hmm. And I definitely, that's not my intention. It the intention really is to show the range of experience and to show that, you know, all of these things are choices. It's all choices. You know, the whole never having sex again, like sex doesn't necessarily have to mean penetration. It can mean a million different things. Um, yeah, it's nice when it does though. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, <laughs> just, you know, just because you aren't interested in sex doesn't mean you should, you can't get benefits from it and you can't still have it. So I think that, Yeah. I, I don't I think that's what really irritated people about it for sure. So it's been several months since that happened. Do you have any new thoughts on the, uh, new thoughts in relation to this? Yeah. I mean, at the time, Shy was really young, so I think it might have been a little preemptive to post that 
Um, but uh, at the time, it really didn't feel hard. So sh- he was pretty much sleeping a lot. And I think since I've had way many more hard moments, um, you know, he doesn't really sleep that well. And like he's waking up at least on average three times a night. We don't have family nearby us, so it's not super easy for us to get a break that we're not paying for. And what I still think rings true is that you can maintain a positive attitude regardless of the circumstance. You know, so so all these really hard things are happening. And Michael and I are not immune to the challenges of life. It's not like hard things don't happen to us. And I've thought that before, like we had a baby that went into the NICU for a week. We have, um, he doesn't really sleep that well. He's the kind of baby who loves to be stimulated legitimately all day long. And that's draining in a lot of ways. And somebody reached out to me after that post and was really upset with me that I was maintaining a positive attitude and that their situation was really hard for all of these reasons. And their, their situation was really difficult, like very challenging things were happening to them. And then I have to wonder, like, if you're not maintaining a positive attitude, what is the other option? So the other option is just being negative and being miserable about it. And I don't see how that helps. And I could see why you can get into a loop and where there's a piece of being miserable and complaining and being negative that actually kind of feels good in the moment. And if you hang out there for too long, it, I think it's so draining of energy and it just takes away from the, in, the moments to enjoy in between. All you're thinking about is the negative things. Whereas I'm trying to just really notice the positive things all the time um, and just roll with the punches. Like he's a baby, mm-hmm. he doesn't sleep and it's okay. And I wonder if you also just mean like accepting reality not necessarily trying to put this positive spin on everything but just accepting what is yeah it seems like you do a really really good job of that well as soon as i heard i don't remember who said it it's probably either eckhart tolle or oprah or somebody but like the root of all suffering is arguing with reality and wishing reality was different and it just like had this moment for me of this is what it is. And me wishing that it wasn't doesn't change the situation. Oh, it is Eckhart Tolle. The, the, the quote of wishing that reality was different from what it is, is adding pain on top of pain. So the fact that Shy wakes up multiple times a night and that's challenging is already challenging. Me thinking negatively about it adds an extra layer of pain on top of the pain that I'm already experiencing from waking up so many times a night. And continuing to yeah. like tell tell ourselves, man, I wish he would just go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. I wish this wasn't happening. Yeah. Why is this happening to me? Yeah, and there's another book called Loving What Is by, by Byron Katie and she, she turns things like that around where she says that he should be waking up. And that's also really helped me where he wakes up and I'm like, he should be waking up multiple times a night instead of saying, oh man, he's a baby, you know? So I'm not, and all the people who are thinking that I should be doing all sorts of different things to help him sleep. It's like, I'm doing them all. Um, and it's okay. He's a baby. There are a number of other, if you're interested, there are a number of other episodes that we've done on parenting. One of them was called New Parents, Negotiating Roles and Responsibilities. We did one called Getting Your Body Back After Pregnancy, another called Parenting Challenges, Lessons and More, and finally, Expect the Unexpected, Shy's Birth Story. Uh, Here are a number of other 
things that we've learned since Shy came out. Yeah, he's almost eight months old as we're recording this. One of the biggest for me is, and this is continuing to unfold, but it's stopping keeping score about who's doing what or trying to be appreciated for everything that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. The number one thing that new parents fight about is discrepancies around who's doing more work and the most helpful thing that I've been telling myself is that because Adi is waking up with Shy every single night, she's always doing more than me. Is that it? Just that one? Just because I'm waking up in the middle of the night? It's the only thing that means that I'm doing <laughs> Is that, <laughs> that the one, only th thing? That one. No, no, no. She's doing so many more things. But <laughs> the, the, the thing that. That alone? That alone oh, okay, means cool. that you're doing more <laughs> cool. than me, for sure. That is like the absolute last thing that I want to be responsible okay, for on cool. a consistent basis. Because and it, it, I'm letting everybody else know I'm doing a lot she's more doing than more. Just, she's doing, yeah. <laughs> just waking up. <laughs> <laughs> so if I just remind myself of that, I always feel like I'm playing catch up. And it's allowed me to really stop keeping score of who's doing what. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm grateful that you have learned that lesson. It's really helpful to help us avoid conflict. And I think it also helps me want to do more and not be in this like battle with you. Mm -hmm. For me, I have my, one of the biggest things I've been working on is just with lack of sleep, with changes in hormones, with like, I've gotten my period back twice and it's just, it's a wild ride. And most of the wildness is emotional. Like I, for me, this is my experience. It's been emotional. Like I am really tired. I can sometimes if it accumulates to a certain point, I can just be really short and it takes very little to push me over the edge. And instead of just saying to Michael, hey, this is how I'm feeling and I act out instead, it doesn't do well for me. So I'm learning how to just express how I'm feeling with Michael. And then it changes how you behave around me. You're a little bit more aware of what you say. You're a little bit gentler around me and you maybe pick up some slack in other places. Yeah. There's a huge difference between you saying, why didn't you do this thing? Or you're not, you're not taking care of shy in this way versus you coming to me and saying, I feel so overwhelmed right now, or I'm so tired. I could really use your help. Mm -hmm. Like immediately one makes me defensive the other makes me want to be your hero mm -hmm. like i, I want to do everything in my power to just help out mm -hmm. and you've been doing a great job with it <laughs> for sure this has challenged our co commitment to our sex life so we are learning that being constantly committed to our sex life is super super important in terms of the benefits that we get from it we do this by having an amazing date night per month and we also you know just have a lot more what we call fast food sex than gourmet sex which is just get in there and get the get the hormones and get it done versus just making it this huge event uh, so we can at least make time for it. I actually have a very long blog post article about it at thecastfamily.com and you can read about it there. And then finally, thinking or realizing that everything that we go through is a phase or it's just a chapter. When we think that challenging things we're going through in life are, we're going to experience them forever, 
it is it can be really daunting it can feel overwhelming but especially with a kid realizing that his rhythms change like every two weeks, sometimes on a daily basis. If we just hold in our mind that this is only a phase, we can do anything in phases, anything for a mm-hmm. chapter of life. Like the hardest things in the world we can do for some period of time. Yeah, it makes me think of the quote, this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. And that goes both ways. It's not just the negative things are going to pass. It's also the positive things. So when he had a three night stretch where he slept eight hours in a row, I kept thinking it might not last. So I didn't hold on to the eight hours every single night. And then I'm just miserable when he wakes Mm -hmm. up again. Um, I'm okay with it because it all is a phase and it's all going to pass. And I don't think I'm going to end up with a five-year-old boy that just wakes up. Like, I just don't think that's going to happen. And if it does, we'll deal with it when we get there. But right now um, we're just in this phase. And then I, my last lesson is that you can do a lot with one arm. And I think that's pretty impressive. I can do a lot with one arm. I've seen you (laughs) quite a bit. Okay. I hope you got something out of this banter. I hope it made sense. I hope it was helpful if you're either pregnant or you want to get pregnant one day or you want to get someone pregnant. You want to have some babies. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us. Stay in touch by signing up for our newsletter at workingagainstgravity.com or on Instagram at workingagainstgravity. And don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and refer a friend. We'll be back next week with another episode. Talk to you then.